This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is Behind the Roads, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Blake Horseman is on special assignment. Now, your guest hosts, Elise and Eric. Welcome back to Behind the Rose. I'm Elise, standing in for Blake, because while he is finally home, he is too sleepy to come to the phone right now. <laughs> yeah, he's been, what, out for eight hours? Well, he I, has I don't been, even know when I left. I, I left think you like left the house today around three, so he's going on hour six, something like that. But I am back for one final episode, which is perfect because it's finale night. Yes, and what a night it was. I don't really think we have anything to talk about this past weekend, do we? No, the only thing I can say is I can finally stop ignoring the DMs of people all saying, is Blake mad about the puppies? What does he think about the puppies? And I will just say this, he is quite smitten. And I have done my job well of making sure they looked super cute and adorable when he got here. (laughs) (laughs) The deadbeat dad is back. Yes, the step... (laughs) Step puppy dad is back. I'm ready for a full night of sleep as soon as he apparently catches up on his. Yeah. We're, we're trying to get Elise to go wake Blake up from this slumber. He is sleeping beauty right now. And, you know, I'm not going to kiss him awake. I'm just going to wait for someone else to do that. So we'll let him sleep because I actually want to talk about this finale because it was good. It was. Yeah. Great ending to a great season. Well, not great ending for one, but... Yeah, not not all parties would agree with you on that, but let's start with him then. Brandon, my guy who I didn't even think would make the final two. My guy. I know, yes, for the second time ever, <laughs> I will say you were right. I was wrong. And yeah, I I I, I love this dude. This guy I think is a all gem. of America loves him. This right guy now. is just a gem. <laughs> he, we'll get into that like later, but she's well done, Brandon, this year. Well done. Absolutely. And the first thing is he gets to meet the parents for not the first time, but the second time. And did you see how excited he was? Did you see how excited they were? Yeah. Well, clearly they are all <laughs> team Brandon here. They really were. The thing that stuck out to me the most that Michelle's dad said right away, and this is coming from a very much self-proclaimed daddy's girl, was when he said, Brandon reminds me of me. And Michelle obviously very much looks up to her dad. Yeah, when well, he that, said that, I thought, ooh, that, if my dad said that to me, that could be a, a real game changer. Yeah. 
And and Michelle has really preached this whole season that she admires her parents' relationship so much and that they are best friends first. And even Michelle's mom was like, he's just like what your father gives to me. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Like, there was a couple parts that I, I actually teared up this episode. And I'll be honest, his or her parents' reaction to him was just as genuine as he's been all season. Mm-hmm. They just, I thought I was like sitting in on Thanksgiving and they haven't got to see them for a year. It was so comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Cause and they her, just loved him. Dad right away was like, we'd gladly adopt you into our family. Mom was like, you're checking all the boxes. <laughs> like that. Yeah. I'm really surprised. She kind of went against the family. Cause it's like, you have, you had Brendan ready for, I want to marry this woman. And Nate was, I'm ready to adventure with this woman. Yes. And we'll, we'll have to talk about that. Cause I kind of went back and forth on this and Twitter actually sort of changed my mind when it came to Nate on this episode. Sorry, I can't breathe with this beard. <laughs> you guys might not be able to see it, but Eric came in full Santa outfit. Tis the where- season. Tis the season to be jolly, and now he is having a very uh, <laughs> itchy moment with this beard yeah, covering. Not itchy, just can't breathe. It's pretty tough. It's like wearing a mask, you know? Like, just a furry one. Yeah. <laughs> but the other thing that I noticed is what Michelle's mom, like her and her mom's conversation, when he said, Brandon would do anything for me. Mm-hmm. And both of them said, and we believe it. And I was shouting at my team going, I believe it too. Like this man is in love with you. And the word I've used for him this entire time is earnest. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time we, you know, I've been on this podcast with you, what, four episodes now. And we've kind of sometimes said it felt like puppy love. Maybe sometimes he came off a little bit immature. Mm-hmm. I don't think he did it all this episode. No. And and I know I'm I'm skipping ahead a little bit to the night portion of their sure. their date, but last week when he pulled her aside, like I kind of thought that was a move of desperation. And she said that was her favorite moment of the season. Eric, I wrote down the exact same thing because I was a little surprised by that. I still think we might be missing part of that conversation. Mm-hmm. But she did say that in that moment, that's what she needed was him to just check in on her and put his own feelings aside. And so maybe we saw it from a, a way Michelle didn't clearly. Um, and maybe there was more to that conversation than what, you know, time allotted on the show. But I was very surprised that she said that. Yeah. As I, as was I, I was shocked. I was like, I did not see that coming at all. No. And not only was he outpouring with his words and I'm, you know, I'm a big words of affection lady, but he also came with some good gifts. Yeah. Wasn't the traditional flowers and sappy, you know, kind of cliche stuff. Gave the dad trunks. I thought that was hysterical. Yeah. (laughs) And then gave Michelle that sweatshirt. Which every woman wants a man's hoodie. Yeah. I'm looking to find a a hoodie to steal this holiday season. (laughs) I've got about like 400 in my closet. (laughs) All right, I'll be over after we wrap. (laughs) But But no, I just But it's like she could never wear that hoodie, though. Oh, yeah. That'd be awkward. Yeah, I'll have (laughs) to give this back to you, B. 
he can keep it as a souvenir. Maybe he can auction it off or something. But I just don't have much to say beyond A+. A+, for the day portion. A+, for the night portion. There was nothing I could have thought that he could do differently. And even even her words to him was like, I'm not falling in love with you. I am in love with you. That was super powerful. And like, whoa. Yeah, maybe you definitely want to be second or the last one. That last impressions. See, Clearly you were right worked. about Brandon and I'm right about fantasy suites. We're right where it's, it counts. It's, not, you know? it's not even fantasy suites. It was second date too. Like, Oh, that's tonight. right. He was last both episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. So now, now I guess let's get into Nate meeting the parents and what a change. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> I don't even know how you could follow that up. Like, Michelle's parents are just like, let's go, Brandon. And then here comes Nate walking through the door. Well, first of all, Nate had a a pretty, I felt like Brandon was like, I'm going to try to do a football analogy. He was on the home turf. Is that right? Uh Yeah. (laughs) Because he had already met them before. He had a little home field advantage going on. Yeah, that's the phrase I'm looking for. I'm trying to sports here, you know? Yep. But I think that Nate was walking into kind of an impossible situation. Brandy or Brandon already had rapport with them, but Nate just could not, he just could not articulate himself very well when they were asking Mm-mm. questions. Not at all. He couldn't all this whole season when it was kind of like serious with her. Even. Down to the wire. Yeah. I He's agree like, with you. Yeah. I mean, right off the bat, the dad was like, this just feels like a different vibe with Nate. He said it wasn't as warm, which yeah, is, that, oh, that would be tough to hear. You never want to be described as cold. Mm-hmm. But then his dad also, or Michelle's dad also said, you know, he kept asking about the move. Like, would yeah. you move to Minneapolis? And he was very vague about that. Incredibly vague. And I wondered, and this is what kind of, I'll be honest, Twitter changed my mind about my perception of this date. Um, both the night portion and the day portion. But I thought, you know, we've we've kind of seen Nate go through these crazy moments. Like his hometown was unforgettable to me. And that moment with his dad and coming from a, like a family that doesn't say I love you very much, that this is something he is absolutely not comfortable with within his own family, much mm-hmm. less expressing it to somebody else. But it doesn't mean that his feelings aren't genuine. He just... Yeah, is kind of inept at, at expressing them. Yeah. You just, yeah. It just can't like articulate his feelings and emotions. Like it's probably just spiraling through his head. Like he knows what he wants to say. It just doesn't transition to coming out of the mouth. We'll be right back. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I also felt like Michelle's parents were being very direct with Nate in ways they weren't with Michelle. And obviously we don't see everything, mm-hmm. but with Michelle's parents with Brandon, we're just like, hi, happy to see you. We love you. Can't wait for Christmas, Thanksgiving and New Year's and every other holiday together. And with Nate, they were asking very direct questions that perhaps if he hasn't been in a long-term relationship for, he might not know the answers to, or might not even know to ask Michelle those questions himself yeah. in their one-on-one time because he doesn't know that there could be roadblocks as far as where they're going to live and all of that. So I kind of softened my impression a little bit on him, gave him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Michelle's mom though was definitely in her feels and letting Michelle know that he was very closed off with his feelings. She was, I do have to give both of the parents credit though. They expressed themselves, but they didn't try to change her mind Mm -mm. about anything. No. Her parents, by the way, like amazing. Sign me up. I, I'm going to go to Minneapolis and, and meet her parents. They are just amazingly supportive of anything that their daughter, like they trust Michelle so much in her decisions. Like I've never seen, like I didn't have that. So it's like, mm-hmm. that is so cool to see. Where they give it, an opinion because mm-hmm. they're protective of you and love you, yep. but also will stand by you knowing that your judgment is perhaps better than theirs because you've seen more of this person than a brief snapshot. I thought it was really impressive how they handled it, even when they did have critiques. Yeah. It was pretty bizarre though. Like both families, like his parents and her parents both felt the same way about him not being ready. They both noticed the same thing. They did. I wonder if it's just because, and I, I'm trying to think of like, if a guy came in to visit my parents, my dad would want, because my dad is also very expressive, would want someone to gush about me. And if they're not doing that, I could see my dad reading it the same way of like, oh, he's not there yet. Because there's nothing about Nate that has explicitly come out that he's not ready for the next step besides mm-hmm. what they're not hearing from him, which is something he's uncomfortable doing. Clearly, yeah. Clearly uncomfortable, <laughs> which brings us to their very uncomfortable date later in the episode. Mm-hmm. Shaman, oh boy. Um, the one thing too, that I wanted to point out before I move on to their like individual dates was when Michelle left, she was clearly feeling some type of way after her parents' criticism. Mm -hmm. But I think we've all been where she's at when she said, I'm scared that I like him so much because I'm afraid of losing him where clearly Brandon's the sure thing. She knows exactly how he feels. Yeah. And he's the safe pick. He's this, yeah, the quote unquote safe pick, but it doesn't change like the chemistry there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've certainly been in situations where I thought I am crazy about this guy. And then hindsight, when things don't work out, I'm going, oh, I'm in my head planning this whole future with him and chasing after this guy. 
that probably didn't feel the same. So if she's ever had that experience, as we all have, it would be very reasonable for her to bring those doubts into her relationship with Nate. Mm -hmm. And she even said that like on her final date with Brandon was like, uh, she just feels so safe and loved with him. Not a bad thing to feel. No, it definitely is not. And I believe her. I mean, she said she loved both of them and I mm -hmm. believe her. I think she just loved them in very different ways and what they gave to her. Oh, that yeah, they're complete opposites. Complete this opposites. whole season. And Nate, Nate definitely has been very consistent, just like Brandon in his own right. He just they both walked their own path, stayed in their own lanes, mm -hmm. and kept it real. They both were a hundred percent real to themselves. Absolutely. I would agree with that. She had a group like a good group of guys, except for some yeah. outliers. Yeah. Her like and final she, four, she couldn't have done wrong with, in my she, opinion. Yeah. And she weeded, she weeded the shit and snakes in the grass out really quick. <laughs> like she got rid of, and the producers had to have hate that. <laughs> I'm sure they did. But to me, this was still a great season, even though, yeah. you know, we got rid of the drama the first few episodes. I mean, that's what the show should be about is the love story. Like, and we finally and got it back. And it's her story. She's, creating her story it's not for anyone else it's hers eric she you got seem to do very that. mushy this episode well i love i love this like i love love it's you love awesome. love is it the <laughs> the holiday season that's getting you extra mushy yeah, gushy pretty much yeah i'm in my feels <laughs> that's okay i'm alone in a fucking santa suit breaking down the bachelorette finale <laughs> well if that doesn't put life in perspective when you're in your 30s i don't know what will I, I'm I'm thriving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm right there like, with you. I just need to be like Billy Bob Thornton and Bad Santa now in this outfit. <laughs> okay, now we're taking a different I'm direction. Kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, but we have to talk because I have some real thoughts about Brandon and Nate's one-on-one -on -one dates. Let's hear him. Get to him. Okay. So did you, begin? I've been trying to watch this the way you said to watch it, like pay attention to like their physical reactions and not so mm -hmm. much of only what they say. And Michelle's demeanor at the beginning of her date with Brandon to me just screamed. I'm thinking about this Nate situation. Like she was very soft-spoken and kind of smiley, but she just seemed off and it, really made me curious about how the rest of the date was going to go. But then Brandon being Brandon was able to turn it around on those jet skis and have her laughing and giggling within, you know, probably a matter of an hour. She just seemed like she started that day in a funk and he was able to turn it around so quickly, which is probably one of the things she loves about him. Mm -hmm. And she also went into like how, speaking of how her family has never accepted anybody like they've accepted Brandon. She's never seen that from them. You know, give it a year. I think he might still be invited to the family festivities. Yeah. I say, I, yeah like I have that in my notes. I was like, this can be really awkward when, when Michelle's parents invite Brandon to, to, the, to the family, family gatherings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if, if poor Michelle and Nate have like off, you know, off years, one year she goes with Nate's family. I Brandon might be there if Michelle's not. <laughs> Stringing lights on the tree. Oh, man. <laughs> they clearly were, liked him a lot, which, get, I mean, that, that would give me a significant amount of comfort in this situation. Mm -hmm. 
But like, I mean, she went with her heart though. She said she was going to do that. She did. There was one thing that Brandon said on their date though, that really stood out to me. And I, it's a great thing to take in perspective as a man. He was like, he faces things with love rather than anger. Beautiful. Like I had never heard that or even thought about that, but it was like, wow, this dude, this dude just keeps like surprising me. Eric, four episodes in and you and I basically could just exchange notes because the whole <laughs> quote was, I face things from a place of love, not anger. And then I had to paraphrase because he started talking a little too fast for my uh, handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, all the hard things we will eventually have to go through. I want to go through that with you. Mm-hmm. My heart but, broke. Yeah. This this guy, man. <laughs> He's I a poet. So, I feel so bad for him. He... He is a rare breed. He absolutely is. And this entire episode, just because I think it was clear to the audience that like, you know, they were trying to throw us off with some editing, but I think it was still clear that she was going to pick Nate. I was just dreading the breakup the entire time. And every like beautiful word he spoke, it just broke my heart a little bit more. Yeah. And then obviously after the night portion with Nate was over, I'm skipping ahead again. God, I feel like Blake. (laughs) around him for a couple hours today rubbed off on you well it's it's kind of hard because now i see why he does it because yeah normally i'm the one reeling it back in but that even the letter he wrote her that was waiting there for him but you think that was like producers are like "Uh uh-oh brandy you got to do something man or she's gone (laughs) i'm not sure what that letter was but it always throws me off if she had read it And this could just be an editing thing. If she had read it, it would have seemed a little bit more genuine when he had to record a voiceover that it Mm. just felt a little odd to me. I almost just kind of put it out out of sight, out of mind, because it didn't feel quite true to the narrative between them. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about that. But she ends the night saying that she's in love with him. Mm hmm. This episode was heartbreaking. Yeah, at this at this point, I'm just like, I'm so excited for him. Oh, he's yeah, I, he's I gonna just, do like, just fine. I thought he was a for sure shoot. He's gonna take it's gonna take a while for him to get over this one. I think so. Yeah. Um, but I think when he is over it, he will have a line out the door. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, I don't could you see him being a, a bachelor? I think he'd fall in love with everyone and I would love to see it. (laughs) I'm in love with 16 girls. He's night two. He's like, you guys are the best women I've ever met in my life. He's just a sweetie pie. And I know that sounds so silly to like sum him up that way, but there's Mm -hmm. just, he's just goodness. He's like goodness wrapped in like a beautiful face and a kind smile. I have nothing bad to say about him. He's just super genuine. Like everything he says, it's just, it's real. It's genuine. Yeah. There's like I, no fakeness behind him at all. I I think we can just end it with poor Brandon. We believe you. And yep. we believed you this entire season. And we certainly believed you this episode. And I and I I'd say the same for Nate too. Like he's he's a hundred percent real as it gets, and he keeps it real to himself and it, it works for him. It certainly does. Like he there is nothing fake about him. There's nothing fake. But there is something uncomfortable, and that was that shaman date. Yes, this channeling vulnerability. Yeah, he did not understand the assignment here. (laughs) He did did not. It's not that he just didn't understand the assignment. He didn't understand how, like, 
he's like, yo, bro, hit me again with this. Sorry, dude. Hit me again with some more smoke. <laughs> he didn't understand how like the props for the assignment yeah. were supposed to be used. It's just smoke blowing in his face. <laughs> just, oh, poor guy, that man. That part was a good comedic relief. I'm sure he felt just so silly in that moment, but I was cracking up because this, between the words and the failed props and that guy standing there just kind of like, this is not how this was supposed to go. <laughs> it was just bad. It was all around bad, <laughs> but really fun to watch. Yeah. I still don't understand. I don't think he opened up at all throughout this stage. <laughs> I disagree. I disagree. And here is my therapy point. My therapist always used to tell me that to avoid conflict, that you should lead with like your two base emotions, which is fear and hurt, which are like two of the reasons you normally get in an argument. But instead of leading with those, we lead with like anger, resentment, all of that. And when she pushed him, he kind of took a second when they were on that bench and he led with, I'm scared. Mm -hmm. And he just told her that he was scared of falling for her the way that he was and that being ripped away. And I think that while he wasn't initially expressing like, I'm so in love with you for A, B, and C, it was a different way, but also a very honest way of saying, I'm in love with you. Mm -hmm. And this absolutely terrifies me, which love is scary, especially when you know that there's somebody else in the picture. So I'm actually going to give Nate huge props for leading with that, because when you lead, <clears throat> I should be giving my therapist a lot of you know credit for this. But um, when you lead with those two emotions, then the other person has an opportunity to not you know escalate the situation and get you know hurt or re like resentful feelings. They can kind of meet you with the same vulnerability. And she did it perfectly and said, oh, "I'm yeah. scared too, and here's why." She. Even like a few episodes back I, when we were talking, like when she was asking the three, she asked him the three questions. Mm -hmm. She has a way to coach and navigate to help Nate find his emotions or find his vulnerability and thoughts. She actually does a really great job of meeting them where they're at. Mm -hmm. But like but you had mentioned, like, cause I do read a lot of nonverbal stuff mm -hmm. and like how you mentioned how she went into the date with Brandon her nonverbals when she met with up with Nate was like very cold and like shut off. Did you notice that? Like, cause she was channeling all the stuff her parents had said, obviously. Yeah. And I and think you she almost... was terrified going into that date. Absolutely. And she said, you know, that she got what she needed from him after that conversation. Mm -hmm. But I think they were maybe not them, but the date in and of itself was some guy standing there. Yes. Nate, who doesn't express himself and, is uncomfortable doing so he's not going to do it with a stranger shaman blowing smoke in his face yeah and obviously and it came up like in there in the hot seat there that completely different when cameras aren't around which as a man like as a man or anybody like that's going to be tough if you are very closed off and guarded and I, you're, you're, I think it's tough for anyone because you can be you know a showboat in front of a camera but when it comes to actually expressing vulnerability i think just on a human level it can be incredibly difficult mm -hmm. and then when you have strangers magnifying yeah. that it, it's got to be tough but i think he did a really good job of just taking a second after that disaster of a date and maybe not yeah. saying what he thought she wanted to hear but just saying i'm scared of losing you and that's how i know how much i love you
So mm-hmm. I'm giving him, I'm giving him applaud. Yeah, one. same. Like I, you, you, you work it out in your own head, and he, I took a step back and regathered, regrouped a bit, and it and worked. He crushed it. He crushed it. And in, in the night portion too, like he was very vulnerable with her, in as much as like he could. Like I feel like a lot of his nonverbals express what he's saying, but like the words just don't come out. The delivery is not there. Well, you're better at watching that stuff than me. So we're we're just gonna give both. I mean, I feel like I'm just singing both their praises, but to me, it was yeah. it was you know some shaky points with poor Nate and the shaman, but otherwise, yeah. him and, and Michelle got to where they needed to be. Clearly, yeah. Oh, for sure. She, yeah, she got everything she needed out of him. Okay, can we now discuss? Where I stopped taking notes and grabbed my tissues instead. Yeah. This horrible. is horrible. He, his face when he got out of that car, he was like, my life's changing forever today. Smiling away. <sighs> he just looked like, a, I don't even know how to put it. I just wanted to like, like wrap him in a hug and put him back in the car and just say, don't do this. And I saw online so many people comparing his breakup with Blake's. Yeah, like that I have is, that in my notes. I was like, I haven't seen the, the, there's nothing been more heartbreaking of a breakup than Blake's. <sighs> and I think this one might take that one. It might trump it. And it might also trump it for Neil Lane because um, did he throw that ring into the ocean? There's no way. What you know, did he you, throw? You know, the team was down there like, we got, if he'd really did, we got to get that shit back. <laughs> I don't know what he threw, but it certainly gave that impression. But yeah, that's what I, I was just, thinking too. I was like, he, did he, it, yeah, I felt so bad too because he's wiping like the tears and the snot on his like blazer lapel. It's, it's all soaking wet. But it's like, poor guy, man. I just it looked him. just like Blake's, like, we didn't have a towel, but otherwise, nor, nor a bush to try to back up into. He just—he could have. I guess he could have walked into the ocean. Uh, well, and kind of later, it looked like he might have. But that contemplation shot. Oh man. Well, I just have to say, I even tweeted this out, and I'm not a big uh, Twitter person usually because I'm not quick enough. But I just one really was happy she did not let him propose he said his speech and then she ended it before he got down on one knee like saved him the humiliation of that we'll be right back this episode is supported by fx's clipped the scandalous story of the 2014 clippers owners racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then we need to talk about the third person that was there that really pissed me off. 
What the hell was with that ocean sound? Yeah, I was saying, I was like, I can't hear a word that they're saying. Did they do that on, on purpose to like save us the heartbreak of what she said back to him? Yeah, like I, I had it full blast. What I can't, she- I can't recap it. I have no, no idea. I know she broke up with him. I have no idea why. I have no idea what she said. I just know Poseidon was really mad <laughs> and he didn't want to see that happen either. So he's like, Mm-mm, I'm ruining the mics. We're saving this boy, the humiliation of this discussion by throwing in some hurricane force winds right now. Yeah, yeah that was wild. Well, you these people the- film in paradise. They should know how to work around ocean sounds. You could see, I mean, those waves are crap. They're- they were serious. That was sure. Real. But like, yeah, they should, they should be Get a little another close. boom mic though. Yeah. I have no That's, idea what she said to him. Can't tell you. None at all. But Me I know either. he cried. I know he threw something and I knew I wanted to reach through my phone and rock him like a little baby and tell him it would be okay. Cause it was heartbreaking. It wasn't he in that moment. He handled that so well too. He hugged her like smiling, like still saying like, I'm going to support you. Like what? This guy, yeah, I'll, I'm going to say this 10 more times before this episode. This guy is a gem. He's a beaut of a human being. A beaut. Like, <laughs> now you see, now I hope everyone who might have laughed at me earlier this week, I saw something that nobody else did. You did. You episode. saw the diamond in the rough. I think, yeah, I think he's just so naive and real and just wears his heart on his sleeve and just like, just shows it. Like, you saw through the bad skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was the like, man he could be. I was like, man, I hope this guy's better on a jet ski tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and he was. That I'm telling you, I I don't often get shocked. I got shocked last last episode, and I don't often get teared up. And whew, man, tears get me every time. And he was sobbing. Mm-hmm. My heart yeah. just broke. He was just waiting for that moment to be alone. Well. So was I, but I found myself in the pantry overeating instead. I was stress eating. <laughs> stress eating? Well, <laughs> injecting puppies with antibiotics. It was a busy, it was a busy finale. <laughs> but then we have Nate coming down like the six foot, a hundred inch man that he is. How tall is he? Six eight, I think. Six eight. Wow, mm-hmm. that's incredible. He comes down looking good as always. And I just don't know how I want to talk to one of the bachelorettes about this, just because I tend to kind of uh, get too in my feels for how other people feel. I would find it so hard to switch directions from watching, you know, obviously she cared a lot about Brandon, Mm -hmm. clearly hurting him a lot, even though he handled it very well, at least in front of her. He even like held back his tears to then momentarily turning it around to be in this happy place to accept a proposal. I don't know how they do that. I would love to know how much time was in between that for her. Well, enough for Gina, the makeup artist to come in clearly. I was going to say like for her to like regroup and regather her thoughts and like kind of get back on track of like, all right, my guy's about to come. Yeah. But if me as the viewer found myself in the pantry, trying to find snacks to console myself, (laughs) I don't know how she did it in a ball gown and can switch, you know, whether it's an hour or a couple hours later, I don't know how they do that. That's why they get paid the big bucks. Wow. And paid they did, but Nate (laughs) comes down and I don't have a whole lot to say about this proposal. It's just who Nate is. It's Mm -hmm. simple. It's sweet. And it's very blase. Just eh. 
I want to marry you. I'm in love with you. Mm-hmm. And there they were. I I, I loved. Uh, yeah, I'd rather just talk about them at the this after the final rose because like yeah, totally holy different. shit, totally night and day from what we saw all year. I completely agree. I mean, I mean, they were when they were on their dates and early on the season, like you, the chemistry, the excitement, the joy. They both light up a room when they see each other. But at this after the final rose, like wow. Yeah, they needed a Colgate sponsorship immediately because it was all teeth, all smiles, happy just days, glowing. But but Brandon, back to Brandon. First of all, I gotta say, Caitlin riding solo on this, she did a incredible job well done k bone yeah she did an amazing job i think this is and this is no disrespect to taisha whatsoever but i think having two hosts just makes for an uncomfortable situation at times i like it when they're being buddy buddy with the contestants or to the lead but when they're hosting like the live shows having one person it seemed so much more streamlined than it did even at the mental yeah. Speaking of which, did you, what were your thoughts on this mask gate tonight? I think they must have been Brett getting Vigara a lot. Might deserve some points for this. They got a lot of. They must have been getting a lot of hate about the masks. They were, and Caitlin. Not only was she hosting it, but I saw she was live tweeting on commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. So she was responding about the masks. So they heard. They heard the audience, and the one thing I liked about this is it gave me a hint that. There's a few things they did in that in the uh, live show that gave me the hint that they are going to take things more in the direction, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but more in the direction of like a Love Island, where the audience is really part of the story a little bit more, mm-hmm. because they did it with, you know, Clayton's tweets, which we can get to that, yeah, but, but which I loved. everyone's going to have masks on because we've seen the response online. It felt like a live show where we were kind of in the audience too, even if it was chastising them a little bit about, you know, COVID protocols, but I yeah. liked it. Yeah. As so did I. And I think you sent one of the tweets, which I'll ask about later. Uh Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you sent one of those tweets to, to Clayton. I was about to say Colton because even the preview looks just like Colton's preview with the shower. Oh, oh my goodness. I sent a but, tweet to Clayton. Yeah. I think you sent one of those tweets they read tonight. Oh no, uh, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. Um, yeah. So back to back, I guess to Brandon's hot yeah. suit. And I loved how he was like, I want to hear you speak first. Like his, his patience and everything just through all of this and like, yeah, this this guy. I, I take everything I ever said about immaturity back. Yeah, I, or even I'll questioning his maturity. Like he's like, I want to listen to you and then respond because I want to hear it from you. Why? Because there was a lot of things shown that weren't. Yeah, and I think she gave him a really nice answer. Mm-hmm. I think he, you're never gonna get closure besides time. I'm a firm yeah. believe time believer in everything. that. Yes. And you can't, there's not one phrase someone can tell you. There's not one thing they can tell you to make it feel better. It's just going to hurt for a while. But I do think while it may not give him the closure or or closure or the reasoning that we all search for when you get a breakup, 
I think he did make some good points of like, Hey, I watched this back. And from my end, it felt like you were having to push him and push him. And that I like my love got overshadowed by that. I think that was a very fair point and a very honest uh, and reasonable reaction to what he saw on the screens, whether that, that was the edit or otherwise, but for her to be honest, especially at this point, it didn't seem like she was going out there to protect Nate. She was just being very transparent with him and saying, listen, I was in love with you. And because I loved you, I felt like I couldn't let you leave without telling you that, even though I had to follow my heart of like who the rest of my life was supposed to be with. Mm -hmm. I think they were both incredibly honest. Brandon at points, I was like, okay, what are we trying to say here, buddy? But we're, you know, I couldn't have done even half of what he did tonight. So credits to him. Even, even his response when K KB asked him, are you still in love with Michelle? His response was just, I've, he, what, how exactly did he phrase? He's like, I don't think it's appropriate for me. It wouldn't to be, have I those love feelings her, but anymore. it would be respectful of me yeah. to say that I'm in love with her in that way anymore. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Great I guy. wish we, I mean, I loved this season, so but I wish I. I wasn't just sitting here going, they're great. They're all great. I don't yeah, understand. This, this was one of the more solid cast ever. And just in a, in a hell of a lead, like they, they crush ABC. I don't really compliment them very much, but they crushed this season. Like this was a good one. Agreed. And then we see the transformation, in my opinion, of the century, of Nate coming out and they are all smiles. Like I said, a Colgate ad walking out onto that stage. By the way, just back to Brandon for a second. Someone was very late on the dump button on the, that's live television, but there's always like that 10 second delay when he dropped the the F bomb. Oh, the F bomb. Yeah. Somebody, someone in that control room missed that. They were off by a second. Cause like you heard, I fucking well, we watched miss it on your the parents. East Coast, so maybe on the West Coast they got it on time. <laughs> I fucking miss your parents. Like <laughs> that was probably the cutest thing in the so world to say too. too. And, yeah, and his face is like, oh shit. He just says like he's his face is just yelling, oh fuck, I just cussed on television. Yeah, and Caitlin was like, yeah, you just dropped that bomb, but go ahead, like yeah, carry on. <laughs> no, As you were I, saying, it was that was a pretty. A lighthearted moment that needed to happen oh, yeah, to kind of for talk sure. hit their interaction off. Yeah, but like you said, going back, like yeah, what a what a one eighty on this one. Yes, she's they, saying they come out like I said, all smiles. They are just thrilled to be around each other. You can tell, thrilled to like be able to be out of hiding. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, this is one of the after the final roses that. I mean, I was sitting there going, I love, love, like you you were talking about earlier. I completely felt it to see their moms interact with each other so wholesomely holding hands and comparing yeah. notes yeah. and calling to, each other. After every episode and then just seeing them look at their parents like, oh, we did this, we made this happen. And then like him kissing, giving her a little kit and she's like looking like, did you really just kiss me? Like. They are so adorable. So sweet. And I saw that same moment when the camera went over to the parents and they were talking. It panned just very quickly back to Nate and Michelle. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like they found this private moment, even on stage, 
where he gave her just a quick little peck yeah. and she mouthed, I love you to him. And I yeah. went, Oh, I'm sold. I am yeah. your biggest cheerleader. I am team Nate and Michelle. I will support you in whatever you do from here on out. Mm-hmm. Cause it was just so sweet. Yeah. 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 I, I hope that these two make it like, well, they're going to, because please. they, well, now they have to have yes. some big plans ahead of them. Yes. I wonder who the check is made out to. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> dun, 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 and the plot begins. <laughs> but it was also has this funny. ever happened before? Uh, they, uh, they've given away, I think, like trips, right? I think so. Like, uh, you know, like when you get married, a honeymoon, or we're sending yeah. you on a pre-honeymoon kind of situation. But, but did you pay- see the number that he mouthed when they opened that gingerbread and found no, out they I, had a no, down I just payment? Saw bo- I just saw both of them just light up. I didn't see. $200,000. Now I lived in the Midwest. I did not live in that Minneapolis. You, that gets you a lot I've been in Minneapolis, there. I bet. That is a that might be a small house or a townhome at least. Oh, that oh, just with that money. Yeah, that's what I mean. If that's a down payment, that's down payment on acres. <laughs> I'm I'm thrilled. That's a for lot them. of land. Yeah. I've never seen this show do it. So clearly they are very supportive of this. Mm-hmm. I know that we had um yeah i wonder what the uh the clauses on that return like how neil lane's rings are (laughs) i don't know he's moving there so just buy the house right now yeah tomorrow (laughs) buy the house tomorrow they can't say anything about it zillow it's a lot harder to return brick and mortar than it is uh, a diamond and some gold jewelry (laughs) right did (laughs) While we're talking about Nate showing his vulnerability and having a tough time talking, it was really funny to still see him like be very vulnerable and open up. But like his song analogy was just like, what is he getting to here? His like, song <laughs> analogy fell flat. I think I know where he, pun intended. I know what he was saying, but like, exactly. Yeah. I know what he was trying to say. And it was completely right. Like you find a song, you love it. You listen to it on repeat. Like when you fall and in then love, it like becomes get it. Your yep. favorite. Mm-hmm. It made sense. I just yeah, don't know 100%. if it, again he's he's a sweet boy. He just can't always articulate what he wants to say all that well. Yeah. But again, he's he's on camera, and Michelle said when he's off yeah. camera, it's he's more vulnerable different. than her. Which that's which I hundred percent believe that. I believe whatever they say. <laughs> I'm buying what they're selling. I yeah. love I'm it. Picking up what they're putting down, everything. This I is the what you're first. Season. I mean, I remember Zach and Tasha's proposal. I loved that. But mm-hmm. this is the first season in a long time that it felt almost like an old school season. Yeah. Of The Bachelorette, where you actually just were invested in the love story. I didn't care so much about the drama. Yes, it made the first couple episodes interesting ish. And but I, get I was a, invested in the men. Yeah. And I get a lot of hate like for saying like, I wish they would go back to their roots and I don't mean it in any other way than what we just watched this season. Love. Focus you want to see story. love. You want to see the positive. And that's what I mean. Every time I say that is like, like you made a point earlier, like I'm all in my feels tonight. And like the last few episodes, I love this, this season, this love story. And I, yeah, I hope we see more of that moving forward. You're getting your dress like Santa. I'm blushing just for them. <laughs> yeah. I got to put my snacks away once they were back on screen. 
It was beautiful. I just, I want the best for them. Mm-hmm. I love that they're going to Minneapolis because I think, you know, a lot of couples end up going immediately to LA or, yeah. you know, getting right into the spotlight. New York, yeah. Just some big city, Chicago. And I like they're staying true to like her roots and what she wanted to do. And he seems kind of like a nomad a little bit. Like he likes to like bounce around a bit and experience new adventures and yeah, he'll probably push her to travel a little bit and she mm-hmm. will, you know, settle some roots down for him. I'm thrilled yeah. for them. I have nothing but I have nothing but goodness to say. This is the episode I needed right before Christmas. It right. might tomorrow I might feel differently because I might feel exceedingly lonely because of this episode. Well, but for tonight, I'm gonna sit in my like lovey, I, comfy feels. I really highly doubt we have any male listeners in Denver here. But don't hit if, me up. I'm busy. <laughs> no, no. Tonight and tomorrow, the next 24 hours, be on hinge. Because Elise <laughs> is on hinge now. So now that she's in her feels, it's time, boys. <laughs> I will, yeah, I could see it. I'll probably be up tonight swiping. Can't say I'll message anyone, but I'll just see if there's any Santa prospects out there. Well, I <laughs> oh but i'm just i'm happy with how the season ended mm-hmm. i'm i'm even happy for brandon because yes he didn't get michelle but he is going to have a really cool story to follow i just know it and he's still a young buck like 27 yeah he's gonna be I the think. king like, of paradise not yeah or or just the, a now moving season. forward or Who just knows? moving forward like just, I don't know. I'm rooting for everyone. I, I, I Brandon, protect protect yourself though. Like, <laughs> there's gonna be a lot coming at you, my man. Yes, maybe let's, we should just block not, him out of the DMs for a while and just let him coast. Yeah, let's let's not lose that, that sweetness. Innocence. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard uh-huh. not to. Oh well, you saw what it did to Blake. God damn it! Oh, I'm just kidding. I had to take a shot. I had to take a shot. Glad she wakes up right yeah. at that moment. I just I, turned to tap- look at his bedroom yeah. door. Going, oh, <laughs> have you seen movement over there? <laughs> or is nope. it just puppies doing zoomies? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, Eric, I have to say. Well, we we got into Clayton's a little bit too. I want to talk about the superlatives because that was fun. You liked it. I like it when you can make fun and like, you got to be lighthearted and make fun of yourself. Like I, I, and you could tell KB was having a blast with this. Oh, I think if she was reading tweets by herself, she would have a field day with it. But here's the first where, thing I, he said, where I, first thing he said when he walked out, he was like, no one's booing. <laughs> like, <laughs> they also have people in production going applause. applause. Yeah, it's true. Right. Yeah. You, you see on air flashing applause. Like, exactly. <laughs> I don't have anything bad to say about Clayton. I just like, like Caitlin said, everyone's kind of going, what? Um, But I'm hoping, like I said, last episode, that there's a reason that we just haven't seen yet of why this is going to be, why he was picked, why it's going to be great entertainment. Hopefully get a love story. It looked a little chaotic, but the only thing I, that I wasn't sure about with reading those tweets, like I said, if Caitlin did it, she has been in the limelight for quite a while at this point mm-hmm. where you might feel a little bit more comfortable in reading those and making fun of yourself. Whereas this poor boy, I imagine he's already read all of these. He's read the Reddit forums. Well, he said he openly reads that stuff. Yeah. And he's like, I've, I've heard a lot worse. 
Yeah. So I'm glad that they tried to make light of it in some way. I just, I can't imagine reading that stuff about yourself daily by the thousands. Hmm. You know, a couple of people that do that often. (laughs) (laughs) We shall Um, not name names. No, no, no. (laughs) But like I, I had said, like, I think it was like Blake's last episode before his uh, adventure that I'm looking kind of forward to Clayton's season because I think there's a lot of depth there with him. And I think that there was a lot not shown because I think they're protecting like him or just saving everything for his season. Yeah. And even you and I said that last episode of mm-hmm. maybe they they purposely edit out some of his conversations with Michelle that were um, a little bit more on the serious note so that yeah. and this he made could him have look those like conversations a, with other And they people. just made him look like a big dumb Viking and clearly he there he isn't when like he when he speaks he's super articulate and he was great with the kids in that one episode and like he i think he's a genuine i can't wait for his season i just hope i hope there's some i know there's a couple great women because know a couple of them but yeah hopefully better dish the dirt when we're off air but speaking of i just i am happy that i have blake back even though i got to fill in because the only thing i'm worried about clayton season is i'm gonna call him colton the whole time as i almost did tonight (laughs) he looks a heck of a lot of like his preview the 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 trailer like picture everything is kind of cool and it's kind of the same like football midwest story like well let's hope his ending is a bit different right I hope so. So I think he's probably a good dude. We shall see. Mm-hmm. But I that certainly appreciate you allowing me to be here for a few episodes and fill in with you, Mr. Claus. Yeah, you're welcome. I'll see if you're on the probably the naughty list for sure. But I saved puppies. How dare yeah, you? That you did. <laughs> Oh, but I appreciate you guys letting me step in for Blake and Eric for letting me co-host. Of course, I get to finally say it. Make sure to like, rate, subscribe, and also like rate me really well so that they have me back and and we can break down. Clo- uh, see, I'm, I knew yeah, I was going to do it. Colton season. <laughs> Not Colton season, Clayton season. Darn it. That was a, I, almost a perfect exit. I'm pretty sure you'll be on as a guest host throughout that. If oh. you're bored on Tuesday nights and not working. Sounds good. I'll be here. Thanks so much, guys, for letting me fill in. And thanks again, Eric. With that, Michelle's season is wrapped, and I'm going to go snuggle some puppies. Behind the Rose is recorded live at the world-famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. Be sure to go check out our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast and follow us so you always know when we drop a new episode. And give us all five of those stars. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, Behind the Rose.